Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of You're the Best podcast. My name is Gina, and I'm the host of You're the Best. I hope everybody is having a great day. It's really hot here in the Northeast lately. Don't know what's going on, but we're working through it. It's like an early summer, so hope you're enjoying it. Today's episode is going to be really fun, and we're going to get a lot of good information about how to make yourself a better person (laughs) inside and out, you know, for the most part, or just a little bit. Whatever you're going to take from it, I hope you enjoy it. Um, My special guest today is someone that I've known for a long time, haven't seen her in a long time, but really interested to have a good conversation and see what she's been up to lately. So welcome, Stephanie. Hi. Yay. How are you doing? I'm so good. How are you? I'm great. Amazing. How's your week been back in Connecticut? It's been it's been very good. Okay. Yeah, I've I've used this week to try and take a step back from life. Yeah. So it's been some deep replenishment, if you will. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I know you're up in Vermont, right? Yeah, just living the dream. <laughs> you and that gorgeous little dog. Oh, I love thank her. you. <laughs> Thank you. I love Pipples, but yeah. I mean, like, she just seems so sweet. She is. What's her name? Holly. Holly. Ugh, don't worry. I'm going to put pictures on. <laughs> don't worry. We're going to put pictures on. But I just love seeing you love her through the camera. You're like, you're always just like petting her and just like, I just love that. She's a ham. <laughs> she demands it. If I don't. <laughs> I mean, don't they all? Don't they all? <laughs> yeah, it's totally just the breed. So misunderstood, but. Yeah. That's really all they want is love. And that's all I want, too. I mean, so, you know, it works really want. well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So she, That's your little buddy, though. I mean, like, she's your roommate. She's my ride or die. That's so She nice. has been for six years. Six years? I yeah. was going to ask how old she was. Yeah. Six years. Mm-hmm. Time just, like, flies. Yeah. Like, it's been a long time since we've been out of high school, college. Like, even just, like, five years ago feels like, eh, maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it and I'm like, I graduated like a, a long time ago. <laughs> right? You were a year ahead of me. So yeah, yeah, you were 06. I was 07. I mean, yeah. it's 2021. We're so old. <laughs> we're so old. <laughs> but it's okay. We're thriving. At least like in our era, like we still look young. Like our parents look real old in their 30s. I feel like. You know, with the hair and everything, it just made them look so old. They had like houses, families, everybody did. It was weird if you didn't, I feel like. It's but. definitely a strange shift for yeah. sure. The, it's crazy. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I'm happy about that. Honestly. I mean, honestly, we're doing what we got to do. Yeah. Um, I do want to start off every podcast with a gratitude section. Is there something that you're grateful for today or every day? <sighs> You could take a second. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, undeniably grateful for, I think, probably things that most people are grateful for, friends, family. But I saw really interesting, I think it was TikTok a a few weeks ago that put something into perspective for me. And it just really resonated. And the person in the video was saying, like, make a list of everything that you love in your life or everything that you're grateful for in your life. And like he goes through a bunch of stuff and then he like stops the video and he goes, how far down the list do we have to go before you name yourself? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And, you know, some like self-love and like obviously, you know, because I'm into nutrition and, you know, promote healthy living. I mean, truly self-love and value is like such a, a core component of what I do for myself and for my people. 
Um, so the answer to that question is I am so grateful for this body and myself and my health, truthfully. That's great. Because I think that that always comes first and everything else, that's what you radiate and then everything that, you know, is meant to be yours in your life that you vibrate that and it comes back. Yeah. You know? That's so beautiful. I what think it, we should all love each, ourselves. I think that yeah. that's really important. I don't know. I think that the world would be a lot different today if people had that as their first priority, like showing up for yourself. Yeah. A lot of people get lost in that, especially parents like myself, like over the past couple of years, definitely lost myself a couple times, not just sure. once, just like a bunch. So. Sure. Well, you're taking care of another human. I know. I know. <laughs> so. But that is a great gratitude. Something also. to remember sometimes, right? Shout out to TikTok, man. Shout out to TikTok. <laughs> also, like I, they have entertaining videos, but things like that. That's why I also keep going through it because that's that's huge. There are some I definitely wouldn't have listed, my, listed myself. I would have listed every other thing in the world except for. I didn't. Well, yeah. Thank you. Because <laughs> that's welcome. that's like teaching me something to actually my gratitude is actually about myself today because I just uh, graduated my associate's degree. Today, actually, we did our little ceremony at school. Um, So I'm just grateful for myself sticking it through. It only took me 15 years to get my associate's degree. And I know some people will probably be like, so what? But like, for me, it's an accomplishment. So yeah, I'm thankful for myself today, too. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Congratulations. What good gratitude. Like I, I didn't even like when you said that I was like, yes, this is perfect. It's very aligned. <laughs> clearly. We're very aligned today. This is beautiful. <laughs> um, I also want to mention that we have some new additions to the You're the Best Podcast <gasps> Studio. Wine glasses. Yes. Go ahead, show yours off. Go ahead. <laughs> like Vanna White. I mean, we have. I have them every time, every time. So I might as well just get official ones. Cheers. So. Cheers. This is my first cheers. I know. Them. I love it. Ah, so many more podcasts or many more glasses of wine. Either way, both. <laughs> Either way, I'm happy. <laughs> Thank God. I'm also grateful for wine. Yes, <laughs> all of my guests are. All yes. of my guests are, and I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I feel like a couple years ago I really did not like wine. No, no. It took me like I was a late bloomer with wine. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't like taste the best in the beginning, especially red. Red is like a very like hard hard one to get used to like why it's okay tastes like juice a little bit but the red yeah (laughs) i'm like a hardcore dry red wine drinker now i started off i think it was like barefoot pink moscato oh oh yeah (laughs) i was like 25 i was like this is so good this is so good let's try a a regular moscato now (laughs) i think that's actually how the progression went it just it starts somewhere my mine was when my mom used to have white zinfandel when i was like a teenager yeah which is i can't even think about drinking it now but like Mm -hmm. back in the day i would just like steal sips like oh so good mom yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so did you get into wine from bartending? Because I know you did some bartending. I don't know how long ago. I don't know how long. You can fill me in, maybe. <laughs> yeah. No, I guess. So wine, to answer your first question, I got into wine. Well, my mom was always really a big wine drinker. Uh, and her and her best friend have these like Friday night 
parties. <laughs> where they like parties with themselves. Yeah, like, you know, they'll come over, like if it's the winter time, she'll like light a fire in the fireplace and they put like the music channels from like the satellite oh, radio yeah. on and they make like charcuterie boards and popcorn and all the things and drink wine and just you know and then it gets to the point where they're like you know dancing and singing you know old 70s Passing music out in the living it's room. amazing no not that <laughs> thankfully but we just they'd have a really good time and i'm like oh, wine i don't know uh i mean charcuterie boards we can get with yes. the wine <laughs> uh and then somebody left a bottle of pink moscato at my house after a party mm-hmm. and i was like what else am I going to do? Let's try it. It was like the middle of the week, and I drank the entire <laughs> bottle. Wow. It was that good. Yeah, and I was like, wow, I really could like, I could do this. Nice. But it quickly changed. I was like, okay, yeah, I can like totally tell this is too sweet. Yeah, and then yeah. my taste definitely changed um, pretty yeah. quickly. But yeah, now I love dry red. Go figure. Good for you. Mm. I, I thought it was because of bartending, but that's cool that it's just yeah. a random free bottle of wine. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, bartending <laughs> did not uh, inspire that. In fact, my first bartending job was at a college bar in Fairfield, in downtown Fairfield. Oh, cool. Yeah. It used to be, uh, it was Grace O'Malley's. There, it's not there oh, I know that anymore. One, yeah. It used to be Anna Liffey's, and then before mm-hmm. that, I can't remember what it was, but um, <clears throat> that was my very first bartending gig. Really interesting how that came about. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you like bartending, or did you like did you like it, or uh, I did. Okay. I got into it originally because I had I needed something that I could make good money in a fraction of the time. So when I graduated from Southern, I quickly got an office job. I, w- I ended up being a manager for a staffing and recruiting company. Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, so much time has passed. Yeah, Sorry. seriously. So my <laughs> early 20s for about five years, I was managing an office that I had opened up for the company that I worked for in Danbury. Corporate America was not for me. I totally understand why it was so awful. <laughs> I was late all the time. I could have been so much better at that job, but like I just didn't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't for me. Uh, and at that point, I started discovering that nutrition was really what I was passionate about. At that time, I started my own journey kind of simultaneously. Uh, also got sick during this period. So a lot of different, oh, yeah, a lot of different things kind of came together. And um, like I said, you know, ultimately, I needed something that was going to be able to allow me to make the, you know, the same, if not better money in a fraction of the time, because I was going back to school for my master's degree in human nutrition. (laughs) Jeez. So I ended up getting a, I was lucky enough to have the owner of the bar there willing to train a complete noob. So I mean, I guess in a way you could say I took a step back, if you will, you know, I went from- you changed careers. (laughs) I was a career bartender for a little while. At the same time, I started my business. Yeah. Um, I loved it. In the beginning, I really did love it. It was definitely a challenging environment, very fast paced. Like, I mean, I was slanging drinks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. You get into a rhythm. It's like dancing. And I worked really well with the girl that I was always partnered with. That's good. I mean, if you watched us both, I mean, we just we we killed it. 
it was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life, truly. But yeah, I mean, I so I did it for a few years while I was getting my degree. And then, you know, everything with COVID happened last year. And I had a bit of an awakening when all of that happened. That's good. I mean, I guess. I mean, I I don't mean to say it like (laughs) that. I, I just like, I feel like any type of awakening is good. For people in general, well, I know it, it usually stems from like a rough time. That's I think that's what I was trying to say. I know you usually it's like you're in like a down slump, and then like, mm. you no, know. no, you're so right. I guess you could probably say that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at this time I was at that point I was had moved to Vermont, and I had started working for a bar restaurant on Killington Mountain, and. You know, it was great for a little while, but I just quickly found out that it wasn't, it just wasn't, you know, I started shifting again, right? It like wasn't super aligned and then COVID happened and it shut down. You know, my business, I had clients, but I wasn't, I was in a space at this point where I was getting complacent. I was like, I'm making really great money bartending. Mm -hmm. I guess if things don't really work out with nutrition, I could just be a career bartender for the rest of my life, you know, as I'm you know, investing 40K in a master's degree. No big deal. Right? Chump change. Chump change. <laughs> like, this is, these are the thoughts that I was having. And then, so I wasn't really worried. And then COVID happened and everything shut down and, you know, I lost my job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was a lot of very, you know, there was, everything was ambiguous. Nobody really knew what was going on. I had to apply for unemployment for the very first time in my life. And I felt like a bum. <sighs> Yeah, but you know what? Everybody was in the same boat. They were. It wasn't just you. They. You're you right. Just like you know what? I want to be a bum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And I, <laughs> you know, it was really stressful. And I know the same thing happened here, where it was like there was such a backlog of unemployment that it took ten weeks for me to get my very first payout. You know, and it's like ten I have weeks? rent. You know, it's like oh, all the things, right? Shit. Yeah, it was it was a lot. It was a long time. Um, I mean, everything worked out. I knew that everything would be okay. My landlord was amazing about all of it. I mean, she's such an amazing she's somebody I'm also very grateful for. (laughs) She's really amazing uh, and super understanding about everything. So she was she was really great about it. Uh, But during that time, I was like, I do not like having other people controlling my money. Oh, no, I don't like it. You know, and I have this business and I have clients and these clients really love working with me and I love working with them. And nutrition is my thing. What am I doing? Yeah, yeah, totally, (laughs) totally. So 2020 became a period of time where I came inward and really, truly breathed life back into SM nutrition into my business. That's you know. great. Yeah. I know a lot of people have had some awakenings per se. Some some, you know, some were a little <laughs> bit more rough than others, but it's so nice that um COVID was was horrible, but COVID was also like a blessing in disguise for a lot of people. Like had COVID not happened, would you still be bartending? Who knows? Who knows would you have dived like fully into it? You know, you just don't, you don't know. Would I have like really appreciated the time that I spent with my husband home? Because we always had opposite schedules and like we're all home. Now I'm, now I kind of want some more alone time. But I'm just saying the beginning was great. The beginning was great. Yeah. So it's kind of a blessing in disguise. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you actually got the time to do that though. You got the time to focus on that, which was also another positive thing. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely was gifted an opportunity that I don't think a lot of entrepreneurs are, you know, because I was collecting unemployment yeah. you know, during this time. I mean, 
as soon as everything opened back up, I went back to work. Of course. You know, I wasn't going to, um, you know, continue, you know, taking advantage of the system. That's just not who I am. So so it's like you want to do things the way you want to do things, like 100%. (laughs) I would have worked the entire time, you know what I mean? But, you know, obviously, whatever. But um, so as soon as everything opened up in June, I went back. But that summer, or last summer, rather, you know, I that's really when things started kind of coming into play. And I'm like, how much longer are we going to do this for? You know, and then in August, I said, you know, I just had like this like breakdown. And I was like, by the end of this year, I do not want to be bartending anymore. I want to be able to be supporting myself wholly on my business. Nutrition is my medicine. I want to be working with people. I love working with people, like at whatever capacity that they they need nutrition and, you know, mindset mentorship. Like I am freaking here for it. That's awesome. Yeah, I get so I get so amped. You know, because usually when you work with people, it's like they everybody has their own story. So mm-hmm. it's like I just love being a part of that like underdog kind of vibe, right? For people, yeah. it's like you know, it's their rising up. So uh, I was like, I'm, I'm like bartending is just getting in the way at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, so actually, at the a month later in January of this past year, I walked away from it. And so I've for been good. yeah. Well, for you know, nothing's forever, but I mean, nothing like, is forever. But like now you're on your own. Yeah. Congrats. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's been scary as fuck. It's totally understandable. It's totally understandable. It's awful. <laughs> it's awful. I'm so stressed. It's so scary. It is. But it's working. Yeah. We've no, had a lot of months good. since January, you know? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're so right about that. And uh, I've made a lot of investments into myself and my education and you know now that i'm done with school i have to pass a stupid exam <laughs> that i have to pass <laughs> you'll be all done yeah you'll be all done. i'll have that really expensive piece of paper in august yeah. but i can work with people on a level of nutrition that i did not have you know three years ago when i started my business yeah you know it um, is for something i know we all say for going to school is just a piece of paper but you do learn things along the way. I mean, a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff. <laughs> good or bad, everything you learn along the way. So yeah, that's always good to educate yourself. I'm never never downing anybody for doing that. No. So Yeah. And what a difference because it's like you're bartending. You're not really helping them. You're actually like poisoning them. And then, and then you're like, but I just want to help people. So what a different... I'm... I don't think you're poisoning people, but you know what I mean? Like in in a, in a sense, like that's what alcohol is to your body. So, so I have two like- things to say this. <laughs> one, the Mediterranean diet, which is studied to be one of the healthiest dietary patterns yes. in the entire world, actually recommends a glass of red wine yes. at dinner every night <laughs> yes. because wine has antioxidants in it. Okay. It's baritrol. Good. I didn't um, mean it like that. I just, you know what I meant to say. Oh, it's okay. No, because it's so funny you say that because when I'm like working, I hear it, people talk about the crazy shit that they do to themselves through nutrition and diet more often than, you know, maybe we're aware of. Yeah. And I mean, I've heard horror stories. And I don't normally like to give unsolicited advice unless I'm invited to. Yeah, yeah. You know, and also, <laughs> you know, being the bartender, this was the other challenging part about it. People look at you like, you're uneducated 
obviously I'm a bartender. Of course I don't have a, I'm not, you know, in in graduate school. No, you're right? not a lawyer. No. You're not a doctor. No. <laughs> but you still are educated. <laughs> so I'm not educated, obviously. And mm-hmm. I'm obviously, I'm obviously stupid. Obviously. So, of course. <laughs> so, you know, people don't really expect that. But, you know, if I was offered the opportunity or the invitation to do that, I would say, oh, well, you know, I, you know, how many people I've had come to the bar and they're like, we're on keto drinking alcohol, like three, four, five drinks. And I'm like, I go, oh, (laughs) is that that's okay on your diet? Yeah, because it's clear liquor. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) This is fine. This is fine. You want? Do you want another drink? <laughs> I don't argue. At that okay. point, ugh. yeah. When you're going to a bar, I feel like you should not be talk about. You shouldn't be talking about dieting, anyways. Like you're clearly at a bar. That's where you're going to wind down. Don't talk about your diet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. I think that there's room for it. You know, like this week for myself, like I'm currently dieting myself. Yeah. I usually follow. I usually do a calorie deficit phase uh, every year. Um, it, I call it seasons of nutrition. You know, mm-hmm. our bodies, everybody's always like, oh, I got the you know, extra five, 10 pounds I want to get rid of. And then you lose it. And then it kind of ends up creeping back. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of natural. It just happens. I think it is. Yeah. It happens with animals in the wintertime. They hibernate. But like, yeah, we kind of do hibernate in the wintertime ourselves. We're not outside all the time. We're Activity not level active. drops. Yeah. So, so it's, yeah, it's the same thing with like the COVID weight, right? People, most people gained weight during COVID, during mm-hmm. lockdown, you know? And it's like, I think sometimes they're like, well, you know, you have a couple things going on. You had people that lost their entire routines. You're not getting up in the morning. You're not getting your kids ready anymore. You're not making breakfast for your family. You're not showering. You're not doing any of these things. You're not getting in your car, driving, parking, walking to your office, whatever it is you do. All of this activity has been stifled from your life now. Now you're right. You're getting up. You're staying in your pajamas. You're going to your desk or your laptop and you're that's it you're done and now you have access to all of the food in your pantry that you didn't have when Mm -hmm. you were at work so So, you know this imbalance ended up occurring for a lot of people and ultimately you know it's inevitable it's it's what you know and if you don't really know then and and everyone was like well everybody else is doing this right now so So it's okay so it's just fine yeah you know it's kind of not but (laughs) Thankfully, I've stayed this way for a couple years now. <laughs> I didn't gain any pounds during COVID, but not to say that I don't want to lose weight, but it's just, uh, I feel like my body completely just like changed after having a baby. Yeah. And like, I cannot lose weight for the life of me right now. Like yeah. it's been, it's been a struggle. So I need to like revamp my life. I'm finally feeling like back to normal because like yeah. hormones are crazy crazy they're so crazy i thought like after i was done breastfeeding that i'm like all right everything will go back to normal it just it just doesn't it doesn't and then you're like sleep deprived you're worrying about somebody else like everything just changes so now i feel like you know most of the time i don't think she's gonna kill herself now so (laughs) we're like you know like you're not gonna stumble and fall too hard now you can kind of catch yourself yeah Stress and sleep are huge. Dude, they're huge. They're huge. Yeah. So I feel like that's probably why I've been having a hard time. But I have a plan in place to like get back. Good for you. Get back to. Well, I was going to ask you, what do you think about like fasting? 
do you think that it's like necessary? Do you think that it could improve certain people's metabolisms or I don't know. I don't know what other technical <laughs> technical term to use, but like what what do you think about it? So in terms of my own clients, I don't have anybody, I mean as far as I know that intentionally utilizes intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Uh So I think there's a common misconception about a few different approaches that we can take to fat loss, and it's that there is a superior method over others. And right now, you know, there's data that suggests that that that's not necessarily the truth. Uh, Being in a calorie deficit is a part of it, and intermittent fasting can help us achieve that because we are reducing the amount of time that we're allowing for us to consume calories, right? Right. So most people will only allow themselves to eat between the hours of 12 p.m. and like, I think it's like 8 p.m. at night. Yeah. And then they fast for the duration of the time until the next day. Truth be told, sometimes I do that unintentionally. It just ends up being and maybe not even truthfully because here's the other thing too fasting is when you are not consuming really anything including water or no i don't think water is a part of it because it doesn't have a calorie content to it but i think sometimes people will think that coffee doesn't count or like if you're taking you know some sort of like supplement it's like well you have to be careful. Yeah. Um, so like for me, it's probably not even a true fast because I drink coffee in the morning and sometimes okay. I just don't end up getting around to my first meal until noon and that, you know, I truthfully usually am eating dinner between like six and seven o'clock at night. So, you know, I think what's important is that we are using whatever is going to work best for us. And that's what it really what I do. I don't have, you know, I have a preferred method of doing things, mm-hmm. but Ultimately, I'm coaching my people to find what works best for them. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I think a lot of times people come to me because ultimately fat loss tends to be most people's goal. And then what they realize when they come in is that I teach how to make it a lifestyle. So it extends far beyond the fat loss phase. And it's like, okay, well, how do I come out of fat loss, right? Like we know people put their weight back on after coming out of a fat loss phase. Mm -hmm. How do we you know, snuff that? How do yeah. we avoid that? You know, how do I, how do I manage my nutrition for the rest of my life, Steph? Right. You've already taught me so much. Like, how do I, <laughs> how do I do this more? <laughs> Just keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and we cannot be dieting, you know, for forever. 20 years straight. No, no, you know, no. no, no. I'm like, Definitely if we're going to freaking diet, we need to do this intentionally and we need to get the hell out of it. Yeah. I will teach you the best way that we can do it to have, you know, balance so that like you can live life, right? Mm-hmm. We need to make room for life. But let's yeah. get in it. Let's do what we can do. It's going to take as long as it takes. Let's get the fuck out of it and and Just eat food. Eat, eat food. Yeah. I think a lot of the reason why we have disease or just negative health outcome in general in the world is because not only are we not making the right choices, but I don't think I think a lot of people have a fear of eating too much. 100%. Yeah. Because like America specifically, it's like 
the world knows we have the largest portions. And then, so we have horrible portions, but like we could still eat a good amount of the healthy things. Like mm-hmm. we, and you're supposed to eat more of the healthy things. And people are like, well, that's too much. I'm like, no, that's actually what you're probably supposed to eat. Like, <laughs> No, you're so right about that. I mean, I've had people say like, you know, I give them their meal plan and they're like, I cannot believe how much food you've given me. I have no idea how I'm going to eat all of this. But then when you look at what they are, they we're eating before coming in. Yeah. I'm like, well, you know, I'm just going to use it. A mm-hmm. raw example, if you will. A Big Mac and fries has so much calorie density, right? In comparison to like, you know, maybe uh, a chicken breast or even a chicken thigh, you know, with vegetables and maybe some rice or potatoes or pasta, right? With olive oil or whatever, like that, the calorie the calorie difference is going to be likely, I mean, depending on how much you're actually creating serving size wise with the other meal, the healthier meal, but there's, you can eat more of the nutrient dense foods, right? (laughs) Like, and that's a good, it's a blessing and a curse in itself, but that's the difference. It's like, you're getting so much calories packed in a smaller package, if you will. Disgusting burger. Yeah. And then when you like make the transition to a healthier diet, it's like, (laughs) <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of food. I'm not used to eating that, you know, like yeah. that much broccoli or I don't know. Right, right. You know, whatever the thing is. So I remember I think I was in high school watching a show. It's one of those MTV shows, like I wanna be a wrestler, I wanna be this, I wanna be that, you know what I mean? And one of one there was a girl that wanted to be a wrestler and they're like, Okay, here's your diet plan. It was just like a full bag of vegetables. She's like, I can't even finish this. Like I know this is good for me, but like I can't even finish all this broccoli. It was broccoli. Broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> Boiled chicken was, and broccoli is right. like the and thing. So that like changed my perspective. Back then, I was like, oh, so like you're supposed to eat massive. That's why I'm never full by vegetables because I'm probably not eating enough. Because Mm -hmm. it's just like, well, I feel like they process through faster, but like I just feel like, all right, I'm going to do this portion of vegetables when I probably should do like a little bit more than that. I'd be full a little bit longer, you know. Depending on who you ask, uh, the recommended, (laughs) well, there's so many different like organizations that make recommendations. Uh, You know, in my grad program, uh, you know, we're suggested to consume five to eight servings of vegetables a day, uh, which is a lot for That's a lot a of lot. people, you know, and I think about it for myself, too, right? Because I pra- I do strive to practice what I preach, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, this is challenging even, you know, for me, right? It's a lot of vegetables. <laughs> it's a lot of vegetables, you know, and for fruit, too, like three to four servings a day as well. Three to four? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> If I eat fruit once a day, I'm like, you're doing good. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, sometimes we don't really know, like, what even really freaking constitutes a serving, right? I don't know. Is it four strawberries? Is it 17? I don't know. No, you're so right. Because if you, like, search it on Google, it's like... No idea. It's like a strawberry and a half. No, one strawberry could be this big. Another one could be this big. So, like... Right. Which one is it? And, My, t- and tell me in grams. Tell me how it is in grams <laughs> because I know what a gram looks like. I visually know. I know how it feels. Like, I have no idea. What am I going to do? Bust out my scale? You don't have it. to use your scale. You can use hand measurements. I could. Okay, that's probably better. Yeah. And they're like, how many grams of that did you eat? I'm like, good question. Yeah. Good question. Let me show you next time I eat it. <laughs> so usually a cup is anywhere between like 100 and like 120 grams of something, but it just dep- it also depends on what it is too, right? Like I mean, things are 
more so you, dense than others. <laughs> right. So you can use your hands for things. So they say like a serving of protein is equivalent to like the palm. size of your palm, okay. you know, and then your like vegetable servings. This is a cup of closed fist is a cup. Um, you, the size of your thumb is a serving of fats. Okay. And then your cupped palm would be like a starchy vegetable, uh, like a potato or a rice. Probably okay. like, I would say, maybe like a half a cup of rice would fit in here. Uh, you know, and a small potato, a serving of pasta, which is 56 grams in case anybody was wondering. I, I love how you're like, this is a serving of pasta. <laughs> I've been doing I this love, so long. But I also love to like, think about like, definitely not the serving of pasta I get. <laughs> no. <laughs> or anybody else. Because when we eat pasta, I feel like we're just like, yeah, this much is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, too, it's funny because like if you actually were to measure out a serving of pasta, which is so it's 56 grams or it's two thirds cup. Okay. If you actually like measured it out and cooked it and then served it with other things, you're like, oh, this okay. is actually like enough. Like right. sometimes I'll do two servings and I'll be like, I made too much pasta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I eat pasta every day. Do you? Yeah. I've been doing it lately and I've been feeling better. <laughs> yeah. I've been I've also been drinking. I know I did this last time I showed, but I've been trying to drink 64 ounces of water. A so day. good. So I I've noticed that by drinking that and eating pasta every day I'm feeling yeah. better. <laughs> so good. Not like massive amounts either. Just and also yeah. like I never get a full plate because my daughter steals half of it. So sure. <laughs> grains, uh a lot of people I think too are so hell bent on like the gluten free thing. When in yes. reality, like for people that are not celiac or have a non gluten sensitivity, like grains are like so important they provide so many essential nutrients and some of which are really important for the synthesis of energy in your body good to know yeah like mm. <laughs> i use this analogy a lot i'm like would you buy a house that was built by a builder who forgot to use like super important materials like wood right like True. no you wouldn't right because it like affects the instruct like the structural integrity of the home it's probably not safe for you to live in well nutrition is kind of the same way to your body it's like if you're not giving it what it needs through food and or proper supplementation you're reducing the structural integrity if you will of your body it's like individual nutrients have specific roles in your body oh to do things and we don't know like we don't know that i didn't know this until i went to school for it right a good analogy yeah like, you know, <laughs> that's like a great example no of course i wouldn't buy a house from somebody who didn't use wood and of course I want to eat pasta every day if I can. Yeah, that's a big one. I, you know, I, I need to lose weight. So I cut out bread and pasta. I cut out all my carbs. It never works for me. I am literally like a zombie when I don't. Yeah. I need, I like need it. I well, know it sounds stupid. I probably need it, but like, I feel like I do. <laughs> carbohydrates offer, when we break carbs down in the body, break down into glucose, mm -hmm. which is our body's primary source of energy. Mm -hmm. So... You know, when we completely eliminate that, you're, or at least, you know, reduce that significantly, you're cutting into how your body produces energy Functions. to function. Your yeah. brain requires 120 grams of glucose a day for optimal function alone. Wow. Yeah. I knew glucose was important. That's why I was like, I'm never going to cut out carbs. Yeah. I, I just, I mean, I'll obviously limit myself, but mm -hmm. I just, I also was trying to get back to, when I when I was hot back in the day, you're still <laughs> hot. I was, thanks, but like when I was like 
when I was happy with the way I looked, I and I just had a fasting lifestyle and didn't even realize it. Yeah, because I never ate breakfast and I can't drink coffee because it ruins my yeah everything my life <laughs> my heart my brain everything yeah <laughs> um so that's how i lived my life and i was like maybe if i go back to that that's what my body likes maybe i just have to like get back to that and like i've been doing it this past week and i'm like i'm feeling better, better. so that's why i was like yeah that's why i wanted to ask you how you felt about it I'm like is this all in my head like yeah <laughs> is it does it really work like i don't know it's not gonna make you lose if your intention is fat loss it's not gonna make you lose fat any faster mm-hmm. um but if it makes you feel like you're functioning better yeah. i 100 support that yeah, and it definitely curbs my cravings. And yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe my stomach bacteria is, like, fixing itself because I'm not, like, I'm, I don't know. I just, I started gaining weight, actually, when I started eating breakfast, which was really weird. Mm. Years ago. I've heard of this. Mm-hmm. Years ago when I was, actually, when I first started dating him, I got a job that, like, they had a cafeteria. They made the best breakfast every mm. morning, mm-hmm. and I was just, like... The devil in disguise was breakfast for me. And like every ever, ever since then, I've ate breakfast. And I'm just like, and I, at 10 o'clock every day, my body's like, oh, I need to eat. And I'm like, do you really need to eat? So I stopped doing that. And I'm like, no, just push through it. It's only another half hour, another two hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've been feeling better. So that's yeah. why I was like, maybe this is working. Not, not so much for my fat loss. That'll come. I also need to be more active, too. And I'm sure. I need to admit that, but <laughs> yeah, I don't have much time anymore. But never underestimate the power of going for walks. Never underestimate. Underestimate. <laughs> underestimate. <laughs> never underestimate the power of parking far from yes. wherever you have to go. Yes. Yeah, like I mean, I park. Ac- I park in like the last parking spot across yeah. from the grocery store. Yes, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, yeah. I should just park, start parking far away. Yeah, just so I can totally. Move it's a way to get your steps up, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a step counter. That's not. I I did it one time, and it just I can't drives me it's insane. Weird. Well, I'm it's just really like, weird. how many did I get to? It's just really weird like, to me. No. I can't. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think people have the same kind of like complaint. Like they'll step, they'll track steps, but like you know, they don't want to track their food. And like, I don't believe that we need to live in a life where we need to always be tracking every morsel of food so i also don't believe we need to be tracking every freaking step that we take either right, we yeah. need to be just learning how to coexist yeah without sure. freaking the hell out about food and movement which is like two of our most basic skills as human beings seriously no that's true because i got i was using that noom app for a little while yeah i'm like all right everybody says that it's a lifestyle change and this app helped them with the lifestyle aspect i'm like okay i'll just track everything i eat but then i'm like did I forget to do this? Did I forget to do that? And they're little stupid people that check in. Sorry if people really like this, but like, hey, Gina, how you doing today? Is there anything I can help you with? And it's, but this is like through a text message. So I'm like, no, like, are you a real person? Probably not. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Also, like, I don't know. Are you going to look at my diary? No, you're going to make me spend a million dollars a month just to look at my diary and give me like real. Is it expensive? Input. Oh, I think it was really expensive. I don't remember the price, but it was expensive. Yeah. It was. Huh. I think it was like 20 or 30 bucks a month to do it. Oh, Which yeah. to me is expensive at like all year round because it's it's going to take you months to get to your goal. I mean, I know fat loss is not like next week I'm going to lose 30 pounds by then. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like it takes time. and It's probably a lot to spend on something that's not necessarily personalized for that's you. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, I yeah. just wasn't into it not being personalized. Right. It still wouldn't be. Can I call them up and be like, listen, (laughs) 
Yeah. What do I do right now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like today I had a client, like most of, I have, I offer different levels of support for people, but most of my clients come in where, you know, they want all of like the diet and the fitness thing. So I, you know, will develop dietary protocol for people. I calculate macros, all the things, uh, training programs. I have an app that everything gets built into. But truly, I mean, what I do is in the support that I provide. And I pride myself on putting myself on, I mean, I'm always on call. Uh, so I use what's called the Voxer app for text and voice support, you know, and during the week, my people are, you know, allowed to reach out to me for anything that they need, cool. you know, which is amazing. And, you know, more often than, I mean, sometimes it's like 911 nutrition emergencies, which I'm totally here for. And like, you know, everyone's like, you should really like, what were you going to say? What's a nutrition emergency? Can we talk about this? Yes. Someone freaking out at a restaurant. <laughs> All right. Listen, I'm at the table. I don't want to look like an asshole right so, now, but what am I going to order tonight? So that's a thing. I've had people message me menus, like pictures of menus and be like, what is it? This, are, this is what I have for my macros left over today. And I don't want to screw up my diet. What can I order? <laughs> so I will help oh coach God. people through that, uh, which oh is amazing. You know, I don't expect people that when they're out uh, to do that, but you know, it, it if you're wanting to achieve a goal, you know, sometimes we got to do what we got to do. The beauty of how I teach nutrition is like, there's no restricted foods. I just want to teach you how to be flexible yeah. and like kind of have this like almost like give and take or like checks and balances over things. Right. And it yeah. takes practice. That's the other thing, too. It's like it's going to be challenging in the beginning, but you will get better at it mm -hmm. and whatever. So I will help people do that. Um, what's another one? I've had a, <laughs> I've had clients reach out to me and be like, I <laughs> I have eaten all of my protein already today. It's 3 p.m. And what do I do tonight for dinner? Because I really want chicken. <laughs> Is it really bad if I go over my protein macros? Right. Oh, my right? God. Is, you it, know? is uh, it like detrimental? I feel like protein wouldn't be the thing to. No. So in my opinion, over. protein is so we don't store protein. We oh. store carbohydrates and fats. There's no storage form of protein. Good when we, to know. yeah. So when we eat protein, yeah. So this is also really important for people. Like sometimes, you know, uh, how do I say? So sometimes people get really anal over their macro goals for each day. And it's like, well, I went over carbs like too much by accident today. And I'm like, okay, that's totally fine. Like, if you care enough, because most of the times I'm like, it was a one-time thing. Let's not freak out about it. It's okay. It's not detrimental. <laughs> no. But people get hung up on scale weight and time frames. And when we get married to those things, it makes the process so motherfucking stressful. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's awful. And I'm no. like, well, you have th social media to thank for that. If you don't lose 30 pounds in 30 days, were you successful? Oh, right. Uh, right? If you don't have six pack abs like I do, you know, <laughs> did you fucking do the work? I don't know. No. No, no. It took me 10 fucking years to get to where I'm at. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry. And there was a lot of fucking fucks. There was so much yeah. fuck up in there. Like, yeah. it's not even funny. Right. So, you know, I'm like, Listen, we can, if you care enough, mm -hmm. we can take away from some, you know, later on down the in the in the week. Yeah. You know, if it was, you know, 50 grams, let's divide that by how many days are left in the, you know, the week and let's Smart. reduce that there, right? Yeah. Or we can just move on. Protein, we have to make sure we're hitting every day. It's super important. to make sure we're getting enough. Correct. Enough, okay. A lot of people think that protein is just for people who want to lift weight. 
But in reality, protein is also super integral for immunity and like supporting the function of other biochemical processes, which is probably the easiest way I can like describe that. Yeah. Um, but there are structures in our like of our cells and in our body that are made from protein. And so if we don't have them, so like, for example, uh, thyroid hormone is actually um, is from an amino acid. Mm-hmm. that we synthesize in the body from other amino acids which come from protein right so if mm. a lot of times people like they've found that people who suffer from like anxiety and depression oftentimes have deficiencies in certain amino acids we can do testing to see if people are deficient in certain amino acids Mm -hmm. Uh, and if we optimize that through protein and take an absorption you know a lot of times people have seen improvements in their just their mental state that's that's lovely sleep issues oh yeah yeah. a lot of times i'm looking at protein that's where this degree kind of came into play because i'm like okay now i can kind of troubleshoot with what's people like yeah. what's going on right yeah. how so, much are you sleeping what are you eating i'm sure right i'm sure you would ask people to make a journal of what they eat mm-hmm. in the beginning like just tell me like what you're eating at least and like go from there yeah right i would assume my <laughs> app syncs with my fitness pal or fitbit oh, and okay, apple cool. watch too cool. um and most of my people are food trackers anyway yeah um you know and truly and i mean this is kind of the way that i am i will track my food most of the time but there are some days that i don't mm-hmm. you know i'm doing both because at the end of the day it's like you know what you're eating and you kind of know what that looks like i don't right. really deviate from what i eat honestly <laughs> so i kind of know i'm like okay i do you know eight ounces of chicken like Here let's it get is. it you know and i don't need to weigh it i know what it looks like you know but that's nice that you're at that point because people mm-hmm. that are just starting to like want to lose weight those are the ones that are more dedicated i feel like to their their diaries like okay i ate this let me yeah. see what i ate this you know what i mean and then you're like then you'll look at it and be like, hey, I saw you ate this. Yeah. Maybe you should have eaten this instead. <laughs> yeah. So that's another, that's a 911 emergency. You know, I've had uh, some clients, like, we start dieting them and, like, I'm pretty conservative with my adjustments. I don't like to take too much calories or too many calories, rather, away in right off the rip. Yeah. I want to feed my people as much as I possibly can good, no. while. <laughs> that's a well, mom mentality. <laughs> Listen, I just want to feed all my people. I do. <laughs> I always think food is the answer. I mean, I it, do. It, most of the time. It it's is. the answer always. Wine, I mean, either way. That as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I want people to be able to achieve the results that they want while also feeding them the most that I possibly can. Cool. And I've had people, you know, say like, I'm starving. And I'm like, okay, like I'm not an, like a, a, a food Nazi. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not always looking at my people's journals. I leave that. That's their, you know, yeah. ability to be autonomous for me. Mm -hmm. of course Um, but if we have if we're experiencing issues i will look at it just to kind of see what's going on and uh you know one of the things would be like well you know i can see that you're a a big thing for people is honestly vegetable intake yeah Hmm. and vegetables and just eating just eating vegetables fibrous vegetables in general will help keep us fuller longer fiber and protein will help keep you fuller longer so yeah so you know i'll see that and be like well you know i see that you know you're not really eating you know enough fiber (laughs) i really don't i don't tell people i don't tell people what to eat i will write meal plans for people i fucking hate doing it you do i hate writing meal plans for people it's the worst part of my job 
It's hard. I know it's hard. Some people aren't as educated as others, and those are the, probably the ones who are like, can you write me a meal plan for the next three months? Can I expire? I will do it. <laughs> well, you know, I will do it. I will write. For most people, you will get two meal plans for me. Mm-hmm. And I have recipes that, you know, I will cycle through, and depending on what each individual's goal is, I will adjust portion sizes to meet those macros and all the things. Yeah. My goal is to be able to teach you how to be super flexible with your nutrition so that you can create the menu that you want to be eating. Also, it really helps, like, you know, if you're traveling one day, well, how do I walk into one of those little corner stores in the yeah. airport and, you know, buy snacks for myself for the for the plane ride right. without, you know, screwing myself? Yeah, that's true. Super important. You know, what I mean, it's all it's just like survival tips of nutrition, truthfully. Yeah. You know, so uh, that's what I encourage people to do. And that's what I try to teach when I'm working with people. That's a good philosophy so, to have. Yeah. You're not so rigid. No, I know th- you're not like this is it. You no, can't no. Well, you went over. Well, that's why you're fat. Like, no, <laughs> no. You know, and we're not perfect. I never expect perfection mm-hmm. ever. You know, I think there is a, of course, a level of responsibility that we need to take. Right. I mean, I don't get results for my people. I just guide them. You have to walk through the door. Mm-hmm. I used to one at one point in my life think that if I didn't do my job I, I wasn't doing my job well enough if people didn't get results I mean that that would be a good assumption right but at the same time I can't be there weight loss no because no. that's just them right it's just them <laughs> right you know I had a, a client who uh has been having a pretty challenging time with fat loss and I'm blessed because she's been so she's been an amazing sport about it that's great. Yeah. And, you know, it's 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 actually been a lot of exploring her like underlying behaviors around food too, right? A lot of the times it's like we want to get started with fat loss, but we have to look at what I like to call the soul work before the body work. And it's like, what is your mindset like around this? I mean, I've watched people come into this work like already believing that they cannot have what it is that they want. And when that is a thing, they literally do not. Yeah. make progress it just goes to show you how powerful the mind is but really too like behavioral stuff i mean we have a lot of people that are working jobs that don't allow you to eat you know mm-hmm. or i'm so stressed out i'm just gonna go and get fast food today because yeah. i just don't have the patience to go home and make a meal right it's like right. these are kind of habits and behaviors that we need to work on before we can even sometimes get there that's very important right good job yeah, thank you. Good, good job with that philosophy. No, that yeah. is like that's why that's I don't great. I don't expect I don't expect perfection. You know, I just expect you to show up and it's like sometimes we need to be super fucking vulnerable. Yeah. And like that's yeah. the kind of coach that I truly am is like yeah. you know, and I've been through some shit myself with sickness and, you know, ups and downs of dieting to extremes and mm-hmm. gaining weight back and all the things. I'm like, I have fucking seen it all. Like there's nothing that you could bring to me yeah. that like I haven't personally experienced, but I feel like that's what makes me a good coach. A good coach. And like, that's why, like, I'm here to do this job. Like, that's why I'm here on this planet. So that's great. Yeah. I like that philosophy. Thanks. It's very important. It is. Very important. It is. So, do you do personal training or is it just nutrition right now? Nope. So, I don't do personal training. I'm actually not a certified personal trainer okay. at all. Okay. Uh, it is something, once I get this freaking degree out of the way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would really like to look into what I can do from a strength and conditioning standpoint, so yeah. just so that I can have that under my belt. Can I create? 
create and design a solid training program. Hell yeah. I think my clients will tell you that I can too. Definitely. (laughs) You know, I understand a lot of the basics of of how things work. And truthfully, we don't need to be reinventing the wheel. Yeah, no. Uh, You know, you don't need to be balancing yourself on a medicine ball while juggling, you know, three dumbbells. It's just ridiculous. Let's just stick to the fundamentals and practice them. But the bulk of what I do is is all nutrition based, ultimately, you know, and it just at what level depends on what that person really needs and what it, what they're looking for. Okay. All right, a couple a couple questions yeah. for myself. Sure. What the fuck is a macro? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, because, I love this. Like I don't like I've looked up the definition and I still mm-hmm. don't know what a macro is. Sure. So that would be kind of helpful. Yeah. So I actually <laughs> totally have a really quick three day e course on the fundamentals of nutrition. Cool. It's called the Codex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it teaches you all of the things having to do with energy balance, calories, and macros. I think okay. it's truly the fundamental information that most people need in life. I think that if people actually understood how this stuff worked and pertained to them, like that yeah. maybe more people would care. I don't know. For sure. For <laughs> uh, sure. A, a macronutrient is uh, a protein, a carbohydrate, or a fat. And fun fact, alcohol is actually a macronutrient as well. Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> alcohol is a macro. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So they're bigger, uh, in, in easiest terms, it's a bigger unit of nutrition. Okay. okay. So if you look at uh if you look at a nutrition label, mm-hmm. right? It says like total calories or calories per serving and then it'll say like fats, mm-hmm. carbs and proteins. Those are your primary energy producing or nutrient producing components of nutrition. Does that make sense? So that's what a macro is. Yes. Okay. Then it's only fats, carbs, protein and then alcohol. Okay. So that's people get kind of tripped up over the alcohol thing because they will look up the nutrition information for Tito's vodka and see that it's like no fat, no carb, no protein. And then they're like, oh, so uh, there's no calories in alcohol, so I can just drink this how much it. of it? I'll just and be like, a binge drinker for three months. No. <laughs> it's, so alcohol, typically a, a spirit has 60 calories per ounce. Okay. 60 to 70 calories per ounce. Wow, that's a lot more than I thought. Yeah. And so each macronutrient is worth a certain amount of calories. So fats are nine calories per gram. Mm -hmm. Carbohydrates and protein are four calories per gram. So if you were to look at the nutrition label and do that multiplication, it's likely going to add up to how many calories per serving that it says on the nutrition label. Nutrition labels are not accurate in most cases because we need to have their only required to give you estimations and only required what legally they're supposed to tell you is in something which is also horrible yeah (laughs) right if there's not enough like to i forget it's like under a certain amount like they don't need to actually report that it's in there right or on the ingredients it just says natural flavors right what the hell is that it's debatable what the hell is that So those are your calorie producing nutrients. Um, And alcohol is seven calories per gram. Okay. Yeah. So that's why like, and beer and wine is an exception to that because often beer and wine will have added carbohydrates to that. Mm. So I had a girl actually reach out to me this morning and she said, I found these seltzers. It says total calories per serving, which is one can is 210, but it only says that there's two carbs and two, I think it was like two grams of protein, which is random. That's uh, random in a drink. I have a feeling it had to do with the 
with the uh there's probably artificial sweetener in it mm. and phenylalanine which is a amino acid yeah is technically comes from protein i'm assuming that's i i don't know but i'm I mean, assuming like that's what that is now, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming that's what it is too <laughs> i'm assuming i didn't dig too deep into it but she was like i don't get it because you know two times four is eight and then two times four is eight so that's only 16 calorie stuff it's 210 and i'm like well alcohol here we go <laughs> You're probably so, um, just better off sticking to White Claw or Bud Light Seltzer. I don't know about this guy here. That's a lot of calories for a seltzer. Usually, seltzers yeah. don't have like any yeah. calories in them. Well, at least the things I drink. It's a hundred. I, I think it's a hundred calories per. Oh yeah. Seltzer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure White Claw is a hundred. I used to like seven or eight years ago. I started mixing all my alcohol with seltzer, and then I was getting a really bad headache after a while. But um, oh, it was. But I was like. And then all of a sudden, all these like white claw things came out a couple of years after. And he's like, oh, you started a trend. I'm like, do you think I'm the only person in the world that's ever <laughs> that done this? Flavored like polar no, seltzers. No, that's what I used to with, be to parties. Like, <laughs> with alcohol in them? Are you kidding me? Tito's are like the coconut freaking seltzer. Oh, polar seltzer. Ooh, the coconut one's good yeah. with mixing. So oh, good. Yeah. Memories. I know. But I mean like, so I thought I was health healthier doing that. But then yeah. I was just like, wine is just so much better. And yeah. I also think a lot of my problem in life is that I'm dehydrated mm. and I I can definitely admit that sometimes I would only drink like this much water a day and I feel like I, that was fine for me so yeah. that's why I feel like I'm feeling better because I'm drinking more water sure. trying to move more even though I move all the time with her but <laughs> yeah and that all counts yeah yeah something. so important to set smaller goals sometimes than bigger ones I think we forget sometimes like there is a destination we should learn how to enjoy how we're getting there yeah and to also have compassion for ourselves and patience and grace. Yeah. You do so much, you're a mom. I know. It's just real hard to have sometimes, <laughs> especially when she's screaming. I, know. I can't imagine. Because <laughs> usually but yeah. all that, all that starts happening and then she starts screaming and then just ruins, <laughs> ruins the thought process. But, you know, <laughs> it's okay. I love her. Um, <laughs> so, um, so lately I... When the summertime comes, I drink beer more. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, well, I guess I'll have two beers instead of a meal. <laughs> How horrible is well. that? <laughs> How horrible is that in the grand scheme of things? I understand the method to your madness. <laughs> I just want to drink some beer. It's hot out. <laughs> Always get your protein in. I know. I think that's really what it is. Yeah. Protein is so important. Yeah. When we, uh, you know, if I have a client that's wanting to, or even for myself, really, you know, if I'm wanting to fit in alcohol, I always make sure I hit my protein goal. Because remember, we don't store it. Yeah. And so, you know, not only is it important for people that are, you know, doing rigorous activity, but any activity, really, it's not just, you know, lifting weight at the gym. If you're mm -hmm. active in general, you're breaking down your tissue and you need to repair that. And then there's yeah. other structures in your body that need it as well. So, um, and of course, protein and requirements are different for everybody depending on that level of activity. So let's just make it that much more fucking complicated <laughs> if you fucking will. It's fine. <laughs> um, no big deal. No big deal. I always recommend like, let's sub out. If you're wanting to do this, mm -hmm. let's sub out alcohol for some 
some fats and carbs today. Like let's reduce the amount maybe that we're consuming during the day. I know there's coaches that don't agree with that, but um, you know, I think that there is a, there's a time and a place where we do care. And I think there's a time and a place where we don't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, it's not every day that I do no. that. It's usually on the weekends. Hey, your protein. I don't do anything except for sit on my patio and drink and drink and some enjoy beer all night. <laughs> yeah. Hit your protein. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Mm-hmm. So I tend to have a, like, I guess people call it salt tooth. Like I'm, I'm, pr- I love eating salty things. Yeah. Over Same. sugar any day. Same. Is how like. What you what? How do you feel about sugars? Do you think they're the devil? Sugar? Yeah, I don't. Okay, artificial sugars like you know, like candies and all that, obviously are horrible. But I've also been scared to eat a lot of fruit because I, I was told that a sugar is a sugar, mm-hmm. like no matter if it's a candy bar or a piece of fruit. Mm. And Ooh, I was like, so good. I love this. <laughs> Hold on. So like, <laughs> I'm so glad you're getting excited for this. I do. These are the questions I've had over years. Oh, so my I'm gosh. Like, so I'm like, but it's n- it is not the same thing. But then they're like, but your body processes it the same way. And I'm like, you're lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't no, believe you. No, no, they're not. Oh, so how horrible. OK, <laughs> no, they're not lying. Your body processes it the same way, ultimately. Yeah. It doesn't matter what type of sugar it is. I use this. No. So a carbohydrate is a fancy word for sugar. Mm-hmm. When we break it down, so a carbohydrate is just a chain of sugars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Depending on what kind of carbohydrate it is, um, of course, I'm sure you probably have heard of the term simple sugar, mm-hmm. right? Versus a potato, which is going to be more of a denser carbohydrate. It's actually called what's uh, a polysaccharide. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have monosaccharide, which is single sugar. We have disaccharide, which is two sugars together. Mm -hmm. And then we have polysaccharide, which is, I believe it's like three or four or more. Sorry, I have to check my textbook. It's like three or four (laughs) chains or more. Um, And polysaccharides like potatoes or, you know, denser carbohydrate structures like that are actually a super ton, right? So. Oh, no, no, that's fine. Okay. Don't worry about it. We're talking now, so it'll be a- Yeah, okay. <laughs> so uh, we have digestive processes when we eat food. So it's, you know, mechanical digestion from chewing. And then it enters the stomach and protein gets digested in the stomach. And then fats and carbs get primarily digested in the small intestine by way of what's called enzymes that are released by your pancreas and also hang out in the brush border of your small intestine. So there's these little like hairy guys called villi that are like mm-hmm. and there's <laughs> enzymes in there that help break down the food and ultimately i like to use this analogy it's like taking a chain right you have chain links mm-hmm. and that enzyme comes and goes boop and it breaks it right and it's so that we can absorb the nutrient into our small intestine this is sometimes where people end up running into GI issue uh, because maybe we don't secrete those enzymes or have that enzyme function as strongly as we should. Mm -hmm. There's a few reasons why that might happen. Um, And it leaves undigested food particles in the small intestine and the intestine in general and can cause issue. Um, But in a properly functioning GI, enzymes come break it down into our smallest units so carbohydrate gets broken down into glucose Mm -hmm. primarily there's also fructose and there's galactose as well which is milk sugar fructose is a fruit sugar right and there's glucose which is sugar and so when we have those broken down into individual sugars the intestine can then allow it to pass through it's water soluble so it will pass through the cells 
And then the body can utilize it. It passes, it goes through the blood. It's called the portal vein and goes to the liver and blah, blah, blah. It ends Everywhere. up, ultimately <laughs> ends up getting utilized by the body, gets shuttled by insulin to wherever it needs to go cellular wise to create energy or whatever it's being used for. It also can get stored in the muscle or the liver as glycogen. Um, so ultimately, you know, a donut and a cup of rice are going to get broken down into glucose. So this is why flexible dieting works. Flexible dieting is an approach where we focus on our macronutrient allotment to achieve whatever goal it is that we're trying to achieve, not necessarily by the restriction of food, but understanding the boundaries that we need to stay within depending on our individual macronutrient calorie goals. Cool. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. No, that was really good. Yeah. So really let's good. say, you know, this is my bio class all <laughs> over again. Throwing out like, you know, let's say hypothetically speaking, we have you in a calorie deficit at 1800 calories and, you know, we have your macros. You know, if you wanted to include a Hershey bar or something like that or half of one or whatever every day, if you stay within your macros and we do all the other things that we need to do, like, you know, focus on activity and make sure you're getting good sleep and managing stress and, you know, managing digestion, all these things, you will lose weight. Your body doesn't go, oh, that's a Hershey bar and I'm going to get fat because of that. Yeah. That's not what happens. The cool. only yeah, so the <laughs> only time that that happens is when we are consistently eating what's called a calorie surplus. Mm -hmm. It's when we're consuming more calories than we burn through activity. Cool. Yeah. So it does break it down the same way. It's yeah. just the same. Yeah. Probably I'm probably eating more of like the candy bar than I would of like strawberries or something yeah. like that. Don't be afraid of fruit. Yeah. Fruit is so amazing. It's nature's candy. Well, I hear on the on the Weight Watchers one, they were always like vegetables and fruits are like you can unlimited, like you can have as much as you want. But yeah. it's probably for people that were eating horrible anyway. So it's probably yeah. not enough. But <laughs> Realistically, fruit in the grand scheme of things, uh, you know, a cup of strawberries or a cup of raspberries or whatever in comparison to a bag of Skittles is going to have less calories than the bag of Skittles. Right. Right. And we're also getting more nutrition from it, too. Right. So, yeah. you know, there's macronutrients and then there's micronutrients. Our micronutrients are vegetables, our, our vegetables. Yeah. Our vitamins and our minerals. Mm. So we have to remember that, too, is that there's also nutrient content to those nutritious foods, right. too, which are also super Not important. Not just the sugar. You. There are other things. Yes. And I think like that's where I also get hung up on things because I focus like, all right, this is like sugar. This is what it's for. It's like, no, there are also other things in there, Gina. <laughs> and remember, too, glucose is your body's primary source of energy, right? right? So mm -hmm. we do need it. Your body can run off of fat, too. It does it in certain scenarios. It's and like the keto diet, right? Like that's how they function, which I have never been able to do. I tried to do it and it's just like, it's horrible. <laughs> I don't want a fatty liver either. I'm like terrified of that. Like <laughs> I am terrified of having any more fat in my body than I need, whether it's in my organs or in my tissues. Or yeah, <laughs> no, and it's amazing. I, I'm actually super stoked that you know what a fatty liver is. <laughs> it sounds, well, someone that we, that we went to school with ended up getting one because yeah. they were eating. Yeah, awful. Yeah, like bacon, steak, like all day, every day, and it's like, no, you can't, you can't do that. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease is a manifestation of metabolic syndrome, which is defined. Whoa. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> so metabolic syndrome is defined by certain criteria. Uh, you so. Men and women, depending on how large their 
uh, waist circumference is. Off the top of my head without looking, it's 38 inches for women, mm-hmm. 40 inches for men. Don't quote me on that, but okay. it's that's the ballpark of it. Um, or having an obese or overweight uh, BMI, which you can go into Google and search a BMI calculator and plug oh, yeah. in your stats and figure that out. Do you want to have a real good day? Go ahead. Check your <laughs> BMI. Check it. Listen, <laughs> BMI. Because I get morbidly obese on it, so I don't even know what the BMI for these 600-pound life people are. BMI, I thought yeah. that was morbidly obese, and I guess it's not. <laughs> It's this, which is like, which is horrible because like if you want to try to empower somebody, we need to give new names to these, (laughs) to these, to these tiers of BMI. (laughs) Class one, class two, and class three. Jesus. (laughs) Oh my God. I just, because once you get in your head, like you said, like the psychology of everything, it's like, I know I'm not morbidly obese. I know I'm doing what I need to do in life. And I know like, sure, I need to lose some weight, but like. I do not put myself in that category, but like in my mind, that's it just stuck. It just sticks there. You can't get it out. You can't get it out. You know, I encourage I would encourage you and others that that are challenged with that. One, BMI isn't always accurate. I'll say that. Okay, it does not take (laughs) body composition into into account. Right. There have been plenty of times in my journey where I've been considered overweight. And it's because of, you know, I do lift overweight. I've been, you know, I've lifted, I lift weights. So, you know, but so, you know, it just takes, it doesn't consider your body composition. So a lot of people that are very muscle bound will actually be considered overweight. Yeah. I actually got classified by my health insurance company as overweight. Yeah. Okay. So just a little. (laughs) Just FYI. Just a little FYI. (laughs) Steph is not, she's never been overweight in my opinion. I have. I I mean, I have. I've, that's really what stimulated the whole thing, but you know, maybe that's another story for another podcast. But even then, like, no, but like, I can't imagine after that, after you were healthy Mm -hmm. to ever have classified yourself as overweight. That's absolutely ridiculous. So I think it's just, it's, yeah, I just, I don't know. (laughs) I think what's important to know is that we are in control always. We forget that. Yeah. You know, we are quite literally, I mean, if you're into manifestation, you do create your life, but you like you control your body. We look at other things that control us like food controls me. Mm-hmm. You know, the criteria of the BMI controls me. No, no. you no. have the power to change that. And it doesn't have to suck. Yeah. Right. We can learn how to make this so enjoyable and so deeply fulfilling if we want to. Right. That's right. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> we always have to look. We have to look for the silver lining. Definitely. You know, it's like I may not be super stoked about where I am right now, but like I know that I have the power to get myself there. And, you know, I think when we open our hearts and our minds and our souls to a desire that it's automatically yours and you will be gifted the resources and the support that you need in order to get there. I do truly believe that. And yeah, so that would be my advice for people that might be struggling with that is like let's reframe that for a second yeah you know yeah definitely it's not who you are no definitely not and i never thought it was like when i when i liked the way i looked i was i would always be obese and i'm like i just know i'm not i'm hot i'm fine like (laughs) i look good i have boobs and a big butt husband and a child i'm (laughs) okay so i'm okay (laughs) also like the bmi doesn't take into account that like my breast tissue is more than other people's so is my ass tissue or muscle whatever it is like some people have 
bigger attributes like i just I in some cultures in historically women's bodies for their curviness have been honored for that voluptuousness That's if you will what i thought yeah. but when we were in middle school high school it wasn't about that it was about being skinny with the low-rise jeans wow. that i was never able to wear because my ass was always too big <laughs> my ass always came out when you sat down That's what i'm saying so it was always horrible to wear that oh. <laughs> so you were underwear <laughs> and now everyone's embracing it i was like damn it i grew up in the wrong time <laughs> i can't believe that they're coming back it's horrible. I have my old Abercrombie like flares. You do? I do. And I save them because I did really feel like they were the perfect like flare jeans. Yes. I put them on and I'm like, I can't sit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I can't sit there down. There was so much stress in school about sitting down in a goddamn chair. Do just the pants dance? your pants. Just always, always. Songs hanging up. out, you know. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm, I'm sure it was all for guys. I'm sure guys just loved it. Sure. And- a lot of guys have pictures of my thong. You know <laughs> That's fine. Also in high school, I think we were all just wild, so. <laughs> I try to forget those years, truthfully. They were fun, but a lot of the times <laughs> I'm like, what the hell was wrong with you? <laughs> what were you doing driving to Massachusetts? What were you doing? What were you doing? That's another TikTok I saw. It was like, <laughs> I'm not the same person that I was in high school. percent. <laughs> 100%. No, and like a lot of people like, my close friends are like, oh, my God, all these people reached out from high school that, you know, want to be on it. And yeah. I was like, yeah, this is so cool. And it's really cool to actually get to know them now. Yeah. Because, like, they know who they school, are. Like, nobody knew who they were. Like, everybody, you know, like, you had nice people or whatever. It's not a, like people knew who they were, but, like, not really. Like, I didn't no. know who I was until, like, yesterday. No, that's what I'm saying. I still don't know. <laughs> no, don't know. <laughs> it's just like. No, and they were like, we we were also concerned with like things that are not important now. You know what I mean? Like how do right. we, how we look? How we? If this person thinks we're cool, if this guy notices me, like I don't, I could care less. Like even if yeah. I were single, I still wouldn't <laughs> care. I feel like at this point, I don't know. We're just different. So yeah. it's been really nice to like get to know people now. Yeah, more. You know, totally because <laughs> real people. Yeah, and actually get to know who people are. Yeah, for real. So was it called, is it bodybuilding what you used to do? I don't Mm. know the technical term for what you did. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So that was like the gateway drug to all of this for me. So yes, in short term, yes, Yes. bodybuilding, if you will. But I, yeah, I used to compete as a bikini competitor. Okay. Uh, I had gained a significant amount of weight after college. It happened to me after college. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> you were an adult, you could do whatever you want. You weren't restricted by school. I didn't know <laughs> anything about my life. Like I didn't know anything about nutrition. Mm-hmm. So I, during college, I commuted back and forth to Southern, and during that time, I was so consumed with growing my career as a manager in retail. I really loved retail, and uh, for the last year of my bachelor's degree i was a store manager of zoomies in the trumbull mall oh yeah I remember yeah that. yeah oh cool really fun times but you know working 50 plus hours a week plus you're walking everywhere in college oh. right you're walking across campus i mean i used to commute so i used to have to walk all the way up from whatever oh, hell was horrible oh, with parking oh my yeah. god <laughs> so you know i walked freaking everywhere uh i was very skinny and i didn't know anything about nutrition i never cooked my own food you know food for me was what am i going to get from the food court today 
you know, so I was it's eating. Easy. It's right there. Like you're tired. Yeah. I was eating. hours a week. Fuck that. It was a lot. <laughs> I don't know how I look back on that. <laughs> they offered me the position. My regional manager offered me the job. I remember where I was like in the back storeroom, which was like a hole. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, you know, we're promoting so-and-so, the store manager at the time, to another store, and we want to give it to you, because I was the first assistant at that time, and I was like, okay. how the fuck am I going to make this work? Was like, Mondays? Pay, at least? No! No, it wasn't. I, I was good. I was... It was like $14.13 an hour. For a management position. Oh, my God. And it was so not... I mean, if I was more, I probably would have been st- worth it to stay. But it was like a fucking... It ended up turning out to be a fucking cult. Sorry, Zoomies. No. You're, if you still are the not same sorry. way. Like, it never was, liked that story. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it was the amount of, like, re- just commitment that they required from their SMs was insane. And I'm like, you know what? Like cool you send me to Colorado every year to celebrate you know whatever the fuck you want but like it's not it wasn't worth it no like oh you're going to you're going to Long Island for the next five days just FYI oh you had to go to to go training you know like yeah they would Uh, oh my god it would be it was insane it was just it was awful I'm like trying to balance I'm like trying to do school it was ridiculous that's ridiculous it was the point so you have to work a certain amount of hours to be an SM because you're salary i'm pretty sure i was salaried for a certain amount of time and then any after that i was hourly if i'm remembering properly Mm -hmm. whatever but on mondays and wednesdays i had a class at 4 p.m so i couldn't work the full shift so i would work four hour days on mondays and wednesdays and my only day off was sunday And it was spent doing homework. Of course. When it, when else are you going to do your homework? Right. It was awful. It was awful. But we did it. We fucking pulled it off. I had an amazing team um, who had my fucking back. And you graduated. So I graduated. You, you I didn't know what the fuck I was too. doing. I was like 21, <laughs> 22 years old. It was a disaster. Was like smoking pot in the fucking bathroom. I mean, it was yeah. like, yeah, we oh, didn't. Yeah. We were we were so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Loved those days. It was way more fun smoking weed when we were younger than it is. Now. I'm all set now. Really? <laughs> That's too much anxiety Again, now. Again, wine is great. This is it. I'm all set. <laughs> I know how I'm going to feel after I drink this. 100% <laughs> because weed is crazy this these days. Yeah, I'm all set. <sighs> uh, so after I left Zoomies, I got a corporate job working in staffing. And so, you know, I went from running around a store for, you know, how forever to sitting at a desk for nine hours a day and still not, of course, knowing how to eat. And so I would just go down to the cafeteria and the corporate office that I worked at and I just had deplorable eating habits. I Mm -hmm. smoked like a pack of cigarettes a day. I was drinking a ton. I gained like 50 to 60 pounds in like a year. Very quickly, very, very quickly. Um, And I was not happy with it. I was like, all of my really cute clothes don't fit me anymore. Like. I don't like how I that's look anymore. In a sense, too, like just every morning getting dressed, like that's stress. nothing fit, mm-hmm. nothing fit, you know. And it's like all of a sudden I'm like buying like size eight and like size ten, like Ann Taylor for my suits, and I'm like, I don't understand, like what happened? Oh. I didn't understand. I didn't know. I'm right? pretty sure you were eating like you know comparable. You know what I mean? Like the same type of food too, because it's a cafeteria life. Yeah. You know? Like. Yeah, I mean, I can't even remember what I would eat, but like, yeah, I mean, whatever, regardless, it was, I know a lot of it, obviously, now looking back retrospectively had to do with the fact that I just was not moving. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't go to the gym then, really. Uh, so I took it into my own hands and I bought a couple books and 
you know, I was able to kind of start chipping away at it a little bit. Again, still not really fully understanding anything. And then, you know, Instagram at that point, you know, we're talking about like 2012 timeframe. Instagram really became a thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm on Instagram and I see these bikini competitors, these women on stage and they're tan and they're shredded and they have these beautiful bikinis. And I'm like, I want to do that. (laughs) And I think there was somebody in from school who did it too. And I can't remember what her name is, but I don't know anybody else. That's cool. What is her name? Anyway, uh, and I'm like, I want to do this so bad. And, you know, like I said, we keep our heart and our minds open and anything is possible. And I ended up, it was just a funny kind of chain of events, ended up meeting the coach who actually brought me through all of my shows. And, you know, four years later, I won my pro card as a WBFF bikini competitor. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Let's look at some pictures. Oh, boy. I had some sent with my phone. Wait, just like look how beautiful you look in this one, though. That was the night. Yeah, so that was the night that I competed at Mohegan Sun. Ooh. And won my pro card, yeah. Oh, that was the night? That was the night, yeah. I didn't even know. Good yeah. Thank you. Bikinis are. They really are gorgeous. Like, where do you even get that? So I have a woman that I found on Etsy who created all of my bikinis. Oh, yeah. I love Etsy. Fun fact the WBFF does not do triangle bikinis anymore. So that is out of style. What do they do? It's like a bra. So if you were to find a newer photo of me um, from my show that I did in LA, it's like a bra style. Oh, like, like, yeah, it's like actually, yeah, it's not a triangle anymore. It's more of like a, like a molded Mm. bra. I really, no, there it is. Which one? Right there on the left there. This one? Yeah. Is it connected? So you would oh, see no, it's, it's more of like a bra, bra. It's like a bikini. Yeah. Yeah. Bra, bra, bra. Yeah. This is also gorgeous. Look Thank you. That. Yeah. So that's when I competed as a pro for the first time in LA in 2019. How cool. Yeah. Probably the last time that I'll compete. I was going to ask, are yeah. you not going to do it anymore? No. No? Mm-mm. Because you, because you feel fulfilled or just it just doesn't bring joy to you anymore? My body hates it. Okay. My body absolutely hates it. Who, whose body would love that? <laughs> I don't know. I know you how. Take, I know this is this might be like TMI, but like no. we weren't taking any like steroids or anything. Like no. this is all natural. That's right? all natural. Cool. Um, totally attainable. That's the other thing too is like you know in my organization it's not a drug tested organization, so you do have a lot of women, especially the bikini girls. If you look at me, if you look at the girls from when I first started competing to even the show that I, you know, my last show, the way that the bikini girls look now, I mean, it's, it's a complete, it's a completely different look. It's not, yeah, bikini used to be a softer, more feminine look. And I'm not saying that it's not now. I think that it's quite beautiful. This is not, I'm not, you know, dissing anybody, but the look is different. And it's because you do have women that are taking, you know, exogenous drugs, which is totally fine. It's part of the industry. I don't, you know, have anything against it, but it's not something that I really desire for myself, truthfully. But, you know, your hormones, my, the hormone imbalance is the biggest part of it. You get so lean that you lose your cycle and women forget how important our menstrual cycle. Yeah. Uh, And typically when you lose, now I know that typically when you lose your cycle, it's because you're very low estrogen. So women who maybe don't, 
get a get a period or they're spotting very lightly it's because their estrogen is too low and so um, there's actually a thing called the female athlete triad and this is one of the things that happens you're you're nutrient deficient you're too lean and you lose your cycle and it's a hormonal yeah. ba- imbalance and you know as women we look at our periods as like an, a super big inconvenience when in yeah, reality yeah. it's like your, it's your fifth vital sign yeah your period is crucial very indicative of your health (laughs) you know your period is not supposed to suck um i would lose my period for months at a time jesus yeah so for my last show i lost my period a month in a month before the show and i don't think i got it back for a couple months after that you know and this happened after the time I won my pro card too. I mean, you're losing hair. You're a fucking mess. You're a disaster. Oh my God. And, you know, I, one of the things that I do with my people and, you know, when I diet as well is after you diet, you have to do this thing called the reverse diet. It's where you slowly increase calories back over time because you cannot stay at the low calories that you are at right. in your diet. We have to adapt your metabolism back up. Yeah, you shouldn't just go out and eat McDonald's for the next. No, days. you're gonna gain all your weight back <laughs> because I it just it prep just fucks with my head so bad. Like I just feel so restricted. It makes me want to binge my face off on everything. And so after the last two shows that I did, that's what I did for like a month, two months after each show, and I gained back like 40, 50 pounds, which Jesus is like devastating because it's like. Two months ago, I was like in the best shape of my life. I had right. abs. I felt so good. My clothes all fit me. And now I feel like this bloated piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and my eating habits are awful. And what the yeah. fuck just happened yeah. to my life? My hair's falling out. I don't have my period. All these things. So, you know. That's pretty, that's pretty much what happens after you have a baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, you know, I, I just, I can't put my body through that again. Good for you. Yeah. The Before my last show, I was in a really good space. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I'm in a good space. I'm going to compete again. I want to do it. Yeah. You know, I think that there's a lot of politics in competing. And, you know, if you're there to promote the organization that you're with, of course, they're going to, you know, showcase you more. And the organizers of the events are going to know who you are. And, of you know, course. it just increases the likelihood that you're going to win. Right. Nobody fucking knows who I am. <laughs> I don't give. You're gorgeous. Thank You're probably you. better looking than them, but they're getting more like, I mean, like physique wise too. Not just Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate that. I'm glad that I did it, but I'm happy to say that I'm hanging my heels up. Uh, I love, I still have so much love for the sport. I think it's so fun. Um, I've brought my own competitor into a show before. She won third place in her first show. It was such an amazing opportunity. I can't wait to work with other women who also want to do it. But I think that because of my experiences, I know how to lead yeah. somebody through a prep hopefully in a way that is not how I did it yeah, yeah. you know well you have to go through it yourself really don't understand yeah. it it's so hard to like teach somebody else it when you haven't done it so that's good yeah at least you have that under your belt you yeah know what it's like to be very lean <laughs> but also you know what it's like to be normal yeah and you like the best of both worlds. This is why I'm so like, you know, uh, protective when it comes to dieting. I'm like, no, I've been on the like the awful end of it. It's not it's not worth it. Like, let's try to do this the healthy way. Yeah. You know, your health is at stake. Being so, you know, reckless with calories, it can yeah. really come at a detriment to your health. Definitely. Competitors have had to go to the hospital. Yeah. It's not worth it to me. No. If you're going to the hospital for a sport <laughs> because you're, you're 
coaches will is just breaking down like yeah it's not a good sport that's you'll have coaches that will dehydrate i'll tell you that the at the show that i did at mohegan sun my coach was backstage with me we were coming off stage after you know being up there and the girl behind me because she was so dehydrated fell off the stage and if he was not standing there she would have fallen he caught her Oh my god! Yeah, did she pass out? Or she, she just- passed out from being so dehydrated. Mm. You will have coaches oh that will tell their people to you're just take little sips of water. You're de- completely dehydrated. Which, if you understand the biochemistry of the human body, you understand that you need water. Of we shouldn't. Course. We shouldn't be dehydrating bodies. We need to be drinking water. There's a method to the madness. It's a whole thing. But oh my god! Yeah, That's yeah. Scary. I was lucky enough to learn from somebody who knows what he's doing yeah, with that so understood the body yeah <laughs> not to just a degree. understood what looks good or you know what's healthy yeah for oh the most God. part if the healthiest horrible. that you possibly can be for prep how horrible mm-hmm. well <laughs> so that's a thing <laughs> that's a thing i don't want to deter anybody from competing if that's what they want to do no, i think it's no. an amazing experience just no. know that there's cons to the pros. Yeah. What's that brown shit like that you rub on your body? Does it does it wash off oh. like the tanner? I was Is like, it self tanner? Does it stay uh, on? So can we talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about this. So the dub. Oh, this is a whole experience. I have a funny okay. story about it actually. So. The WBFF is very strict about who does your tan and your makeup. So you have to actually pay the organization to do your makeup. So they have like selected artists that do your makeup and hair and then your tan. You don't get to do that yourself. No. So the other organizations will allow you to do that. NPC and IFBB, I believe, will allow you to pick your own makeup artist. And they offer tanning services. But if you can, if you want to have your own person do your tan, they can do that. WBFF is very, uh, they want uniformity. Okay. Now I will tell you this. (laughs) I have had one good makeup artist in any of the times that I've ever competed with them. And thankfully she was the one that did my makeup for my pro when I won my pro card at Mohegan Sun. She's amazing. Cool. She's actually in Rhode Island. Um in Providence. She was the it was the only time I had an amazing experience with hair and makeup. Every other time was awful. Like my makeup for LA was off by the time that I went out on stage. Stop. Oh my God. And it's a it's an experience. Like so your tan, you get tanned the night before they rub the stuff on you the night before it's a spray oh so this is like a spray tan this is a spray tan and then you have to wait you let it sit for 24 hours and it's actually different from when it from what it used to be i thought it was just like a cream that you rubbed on the np you can do that okay but so the the wbff prides themselves on having this like supernatural fucking tan okay so it's a spray tan and then you wash it off the next morning you don't use soap, nothing. You just rinse the coat off. It's okay. awful because some women look fucking green from it. Like you are, you're coated in green and then you wash it off and then it's normal. So you're green for a night. It's green? Thankfully, that didn't happen to me. Wait, it's like green? Oh, it's like, like you just went like rolling in a swamp. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> you're naked. Oh my god! Yeah, well, obviously because that's where your bikini goes. Yeah, into every I've seen crevice. a lot of <laughs> naked competitors. You're naked. Um, there was one t- the when we went to compete at Mohegan, they had us outside. It's April. Okay. Okay. They have us in like this. 
oh my god enclosure outside that had like you know when you go to the mall and they're selling rugs yeah it was like rugs like hanging over the <laughs> and it was windy and we're all naked in the thing right and it's all just women so whatever it is what it is you get really comfortable with being naked yeah and there's like men outside because like, they can see through the blowing like rugs and i'm like horrible. this is awful that's this is awful. awful yeah you spent you you spend a lot of money to compete and that's the yeah and everybody just sees you naked. <sighs> The organization's gonna kill me. Well, I don't give a shit. I'll never fuck you. You're not competing anymore. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and then you wash it off the next day. No soap or anything. It just rinses off, and then you will go for touch-ups. You have to be really careful because you can't pee on yourself. You have to pee through a cup. So I would bring, oh my God. yeah, so I would have a box of like my, and I have a whole list of things too, like a list of <laughs> like show day must-haves. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a list of show day must-haves that you crazy. need to bring. And one of them is the little like Dixie cups, like the plastic that ones. You and you cut the bottoms off of them. Okay. Oh, okay. And right. you pee through the big the the top that you would normally drink out of. Oh, okay. And it like creates like a little funnel for your pee to go right, and without splashing. So I'm just yeah. picturing you trying to like Every time you go, when you're pregnant, you have to go to the OBGYN. Yeah, and, and like piss in a, cup. Pee in a cup. It's yeah. like horrible. No, you pee through a cup. <laughs> That's good. Okay. To shield yourself. It kind of works. You have to be careful. Like, you have to just make sure that you're not don't, going too hard. Oh, my God. It's aggressive. It's like, it's very stressful. Like, it's fun, but there's so many moving parts. There's so many moving parts. And you're like dead because you're you've just been dieting for like, you know, how true, fucking long? True. So you're you don't just even like care that multiple people see you naked. I just want just my like, peanut whatever. butter and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I want my rice cakes. Did it smell okay? The no! Stuff? No, it smelled horrible. Okay, all right. <laughs> no! I didn't think so. It's all chemical. NPC shows are worse. The tan that they use is awful. Is it so. still the spray? The one that I got at the one NPC show that I did, but the very first show that I did was an NPC show in New York City. I did Atlantic States. I came in dead fucking last. Uh, start somewhere. Yeah, no, I <laughs> and I had so much fun, but I was not belonging there. Uh, I did the tan through the organization because I didn't have a makeup artist that I knew could do it for me. Mm -hmm. And um, it just, it smelled awful. And then like, you know, after a whole day, everybody's like sweating and grow. Ugh. It's really awful. That's yeah. gross. Yeah. I just remember back in the day watching like bodybuilder with the guys, not the girls, you know, and they were just rubbing this like mud looking stuff on them. And they were like so aggressively dark. Yeah. Like, so that's why I'm like, you didn't look that dark. It's a natural Com tan. Compared to yeah. all those other things they, they yeah. used to do. That's, so that's why I was picturing people just rubbing shit literally yeah. shit all over yeah you. no and uh, i have to give them that it was a, it's a much more natural tan yeah definitely i mean you can still see some definition with it so i mean yeah i mean it helps it's uh you know reduces the harshness of the lights you know from the stage which can wash you out if you're too yeah. light so yeah. i've always been so scared to get a spray tan because i'm just white I'm like terrified to look orange because it doesn't just no, go away. No, <laughs> no. If you go to a good salon and you do like the Norvell is a really good product, you won't look orange. They is have it, different like. It can't be healthy for you though. <sighs> I don't know the chemicals that are in it. <laughs> I don't like I've never like researched it. I'm just like. Me either, but I'm sure that the chemicals aren't great. I know back in the day when I was in middle school, my mom would get the self-tanners that you have to rub on. Jergens, yeah. Like the, no, like there were like intense ones that you get like streaks from because then you have to lay there for a half hour on like a towel. Oh, you God. You can't touch anything, then you have to sleep in it. 
was horrible. So that's my experience. Yeah. I, I looked good, but. <laughs> You're better off getting a natural tan from the sun. Right. Just sucks because in the wintertime you actually turn like translucent because oh, there's yeah. no sun here. Lately, I know we're like getting off topic, which is fine. We can cut this. But like lately, whenever I go in the sun now, my skin just like gets so itchy mm. and like almost like a rash. My arms and my chest right here. Nowhere else. Really? Like, do I have skin cancer? Is this no. how I find out? Like, <laughs> it's just really weird. And it doesn't matter if I do or don't have sunscreen on. It always happens. Hmm. And I'm like, is this what happens when you get old? <laughs> is this weird. It? Yeah. Is this it? Is it because this is where my freckles are? Does it have to do with freckles? I don't. I don't know. Hmm. There's just like a lot of things I wish I knew more about that i don't have time to learn what's your calcium intake like i don't <laughs> i don't know probably not where it if should you're not be supplementing with calcium do you, do you take vitamins i do okay i yeah I, I, that's that that's what i wanted to ask you so yeah. do you take vitamins are you a believer in vitamins yes okay. yes i am so uh and especially if you are so i am listen diet first mm -hmm. always let's try to maximize nutrient intake from diet and let's make sure that our digestion is good so that we are absorbing the nutrients if we have shitty digestion it's likely that our absorption is impaired so let's prioritize those th two things first and then and of course, again, sleep and stress. Mm -hmm. And you know what we're not able to get in through adequate diet and all the things, let's supplement with it because it is really hard to get everything in. I mean, every yeah. nutrient for the most part, for most of them, the primary, the most essential vitamins and minerals that you have to get in will have recommended daily uh, intakes for them or um, daily recommended intakes, the DRI. Yeah. Um, so yes, I supplement with a multivitamin because I know that I'm not perfect. And I think this is really important for people who are dieting too, because through diet, you are just naturally restricting food, um, right. you know, by default. So I think it's really important to make sure that you're prioritizing that. So okay. yeah, yeah. B vitamins, uh, zinc, magnesium, selenium, vitamin D is super important if you're not getting adequate sunlight safely. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Cool. Yeah, calcium is really important. Calcium helps. The only reason I was asking is because calcium helps us absorb um, vitamin D. Hmm. Yeah, and convert vitamin D. So, so maybe if it's low, then that's why it's happening. Possibly, possibly. possibly. You know, it could be a thing that I troubleshoot. But yeah, it would that be would it. be that would be smart. Wait, I just I really want to talk about my favorite video you've made so far. Okay, let's watch it. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. Okay. Video. Oh, you have to click the um Oh, it's not on there. Yeah. Help is on the way, dear. This is Doubtfire. Help is on the way. <laughs> I love Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> I love Mrs. Doubtfire so much. This is such a good video. And literally that's how your phone calls are. That's how they are. Help me. I'm coming. I'm coming. So that one was inspired by my client. She actually commented on it too. She was like, this is amazing. <laughs> uh, she's been dieting for her wedding and uh, she's been fucking killing it. Uh -huh. And she checked in this past week and she said, listen, I have a client meeting on Thursday. They like to drink. My That's best true. friend's wedding is this weekend. The wedding, she's in it. I'm the rehearsal is Friday. <laughs> the wedding is Saturday. I'm really not wanting to sacrifice it. And I would never make 
like anybody sacrifice it. Right. Never. And I'm like, listen, like we've been killing it for the past month. She really buckled down hardcore. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's like hard. You want to diet, but it is hard. Like, you know, people think that it's just easy to just follow macros and boom, done. It happens. No, life gets in the fucking way. And we need to allow ourselves grace for that. So sometimes it takes a little time to kind of acclimate to what we're doing and really get things hammered down. And sometimes like people's jobs just don't coincide with what we're trying to do. Or you have weddings. Um, or life or, or things, things like right. That, yeah. She really buckled down and dedicated herself to the process for the past month. And I said, listen, it was coming up anyway. It's time for a diet break. Mm-hmm. So I offer, you know, uh, people that come in to do fat loss with me. I always say, remember, we are consistent for a certain amount of time. If we have anything that's coming up, let's be strategic about it. Let's plan a diet break or a refeed when that happens. You know, I had a client a month ago go to Puerto Rico. She's been dieting. She's been making amazing progress. I don't want my people to feel stressed out when they go and do things that life calls for freedom. There's a way that we can go about implementing freedom. You know, let's set your calories at you know your maintenance calories which are the amount of calories that you need to consume to not change at all we're not going to gain weight we're not going to lose weight let's just keep this in mind that this is where we're going to be at okay they're higher than where you're at when you're dieting because it's a deficit right (laughs) so we bring things back to baseline i'm not expecting you to track let's focus on protein get your protein in with your meals and just enjoy you're gone for, you know, X amount of days. It's a weekend. We will get back on track. Yes. And, you know, my girl, my my client who went to Puerto Rico, she was gone for five days. After the first week of getting back on track, we were right back to where we were before Good. she left. You know, um, my client who's having an amazing weekend this upcoming weekend, everything's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, again, when we get married to numbers and, you know, body measurements or scale weight or time frames... That's when the process gets icky. Like, I'm here to help you make this a long-term, sustainable, attainable thing for you, not like hear this, everybody? What a nice coach. Ah! In case you're interested. (laughs) I really... (laughs) I'm promoting you. Thanks. (laughs) So that's why... And I feel that way. Like, that video really does make me feel... I'm like, okay, it's time for food. It's okay. Let's do it. I'm coming. So good. So, so good. Also, I'm just like, I love Mrs. Doubtfire. It's a great movie. Favorite movie great ever movie. from childhood. Great movie. I know. I hope that there's another TikTok like, sound that's clip where that we I get can... all the inspiration yeah. from all the time. Yeah. I have really a lot of fun making TikToks and reels. It's just really where I my content game is now. Hell yeah. yeah. It's fun. Hell yeah. It's a good place to be in. Nobody wants to see. I don't know, like, sure, post some things of you at the gym. That's that's nice, but that's not all I want to see. Like, yeah. You got to have a nice mishmash of life yeah. and things. I was doing the infographics for the little, like, for a little while. I'm like, I really want people to know that, like, I really understand nutrition. Like, I'm more than just a fat loss coach. Like, yeah. I really understand whole body nutrition. And I did the infographics. They take so freaking long to make. Mm-hmm. And, like, five people like them. I'm like, I know that like not I'm not it. here for likes and audio and all that, but I want people to see my content because yeah. I want them to benefit from what, you know, from it. So for I'm sure. still trying to learn how to incorporate some of the more advanced nutrition components to things. Um, but right now I've been having fun, you know, doing what I'm, you know, what I'm super comfortable with, which is, you know, 
helping people like, you know, the mindset shifting and just how I, my philosophy is in, in coaching. And making really cool videos. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm glad that you enjoy them. And too, because like, you know, over the past like seven, eight months, I've also had kind of like this like spiritual awakening as well. So incorporating some of that, like I, I know that. more of my woo-woo side has come out too, which I, you know, I think it's really helped me kind of create this niche though. It's like, yeah. do you want, you know, crazy witchy cool stuff like we <laughs> pay attention to the moon and right. we have spirit guides do you want a crystal also nutrition <laughs> <laughs> also Sorry. food no it's true throw in a crystal get your amethyst well i have that one with me in the bikini where i like put yes. an amethyst on my head oh you have it on your head yeah sometimes the most spiritual thing that you can do isn't yoga it's not meditation it's not breath work it's not aligning the chakras <laughs> Telling someone. Like, Fuck I love it because it's real. I love yeah. It. My my advice to you is keep doing these videos. I love them. Thank you. <laughs> I will. I plan on. I like. I'll go through TikTok and I'll save the sound clips yes. that I love. And I'm like, I think I could do something. Hell yeah. I really want to learn how to shuffle. Dude, I want to learn. I said to my husband, I was like, I think my goal for this summer is to learn how to shuffle. I want to learn so bad. Then Seco, do you follow her? No. She's the one. She's the one. She break it down. She does have. Yes, she has a couple videos and just like the basic shuffle. Yeah. Which is like, but she is just like the best because she's so positive all the time and it just gives you this vibe she's the reason why i want to start like she's oh my like, god yeah, everybody can do it let's do it come on let's dance yeah. right now she's the best i'm like there's this like yeah i just want to do shuffling and dancing and videos and like make them fun and nutritional i'm like i can dance and make this fun so that's the thing i'm like i need to figure out a way to make this fun and palatable for people yes. and i just feel like that's kind of where the direction of things are going so that's a goal of mine is to oh, be able yeah. i'm like shit i have to learn how to do this first <laughs> It's hard. Also, our bodies do not function like they used to. Like when we were in high school, I feel like we would just like freely do whatever we want. Our bodies are now like, have, no. Like, can I just say that I do not do the Running Man the way that you're supposed to do the Running Man? No. I'm like looking at the tor- tutorials and I'm like, I know how to do the Running Man, but it doesn't look like that. No, no, no it never does. And then you, and then you get self conscious, and they're like, "Never mind, I shouldn't do it." But you gotta I also, work through it. Got to work through it. Yeah, I also feel like I'm really heavy on my feet. Me too. You too. I don't know. And I live on the second floor of, an, of a house. So I'm like, I can't do it with my neighbor's home downstairs. <laughs> I don't in the grass on my front porch so that my whole neighborhood I can watch realize, me. Yes, I did realize that it is easier in sneakers. I Yeah, and I don't ever wear sneakers. So I guess I'm going to have to wear them now. Mm-mm. Me either. And I, I should probably put them on more because maybe I'd work out more. But <laughs> Well, I think we should make this a goal. Let's learn how to shuffle. Yes. Yes, I will send you my progress videos okay, me for too. you to we'll laugh check in at. with each other. <laughs> Hi, how did you do this week? Well, how are you doing? A <laughs> couple more weeks till the end of August. We'll be good. I'm trying to make this one TikTok. It's not going so well. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming. I think that wraps it up. Um, we've been talking for a long time and it's been so nice. <laughs> I know. I loved it so, so much. Nice. Thank you. Thank you for all the information. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not your client. I know I didn't pay for your services, but oh, I yeah. really appreciate all the information you You're gave welcome. me. And I hope you guys appreciate it too. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like my medicine. Like I said, I want as much people or as many people in the world to know about this stuff of course. as they possibly can. So of course. yeah. 
It's a great field to get in. Yeah. And congratulations on all of your accomplishments. Thank you. You deserve it. Congratulations on all of your accomplishments, <laughs> too. You. I learned you. so much about you tonight. I know, right? <laughs> it's so nice. That's what we were talking about earlier. It's so nice to know people outside of school, like yeah. as real adults. So Truth. If you are interested in learning about Steph or hearing about all the ways she can positively improve your life and your well-being, or if you just want to see her really cool TikToks that are really funny and entertaining, you can check her out on Instagram at underscore Stephanie Mercurio. She also has a link tree in her bio, and you can reach out to her in any of those platforms. Thank you so much for coming. This was great. Thank you for having me. It was anytime, so fun. Anytime. Anytime. If you want to come back, you want to talk about something, you let me know. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Maybe I'll take my Sedona trip and then I'll come back. We yeah. can talk about it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Love that. It's a date. Love that. Or talk about our shuffling progress. Yes. <laughs> We're also going to learn how to shuffle. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm not sharing the videos of me. I'm not. Unless it actually looks good. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see what happens. It's debatable. We'll see. Um, thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you all for watching. You're the best.